and welcome to the Voltaire Firefighter Podcast. I am here tonight with two members of my firefighting family. I have Ash. Hello. I've got Scott. Hey. Uh, Who are you? I am Todd. <laughs> I'm Todd. What is, it sounds like he just landed from a planet. I'm Todd. Yeah. Oh man, it's a late start for us tonight. The boys uh, took off on a fire call. That was a real rocker. <laughs> mm-hmm. a burn complaint action. Yeah. yeah. Or campfire. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're starting a little late. So forgive us. Um, let's start with some news there. They don't know how late we started. <laughs> it's not like we're live. Um, more along like any of the crazy bullshit that comes out of our oh. mouths. <laughs> Just forgive us for whatever we say. Exactly. Yeah. Scott, you got some news for us. Oh, I thought you had the news. You know, you, you got the first news. Oh, yeah. Um, highway 97, which is actually the highway that runs by us, but Highway 97 is quite a long highway. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is. Very long. I, I always forget how long it is because... It kind of does weird jogs and dips. And, and it's in the States. Is it called 97? Oh, yeah, this is 97 in the yeah. States. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, you forget how long it is. Let us call something else, don't I? Yeah. It, cha- it does change at some point. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Highway 97. <laughs> um, so, uh, far up north, uh, as it gets into Alaska, which I, I think it turns into the Alaska Highway eventually. Right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, a tanker truck full of flammable liquids crashed into a, I think, it sounds like a bridge. It was actually uh, hard for them to tell because uh, the picture in this video, or in this video, in this uh, news story, is <laughs> quite interesting. Have you seen the picture? Yeah. yeah, so basically, you're a couple lane highway, uh, yeah. fire on both sides of the road, and then an intense black yeah. volume of smoke coming yeah. out. So obviously there is a wildland fire burning now. Um, well, I, I don't know if right now I think they got most of it under control, but um, at the time of this picture, um, wildland fire burning on both sides of the road, um, and the semi truck burning in the center. And it appears it's at the bridge. So um, bridges uh, out of the service probably. Um, whatever happens in the water with that, mm-hmm. um, all sorts of impact there. They actually say. Uh, what uh, it was carrying for hazardous material? It just is a large quantity of flammable liquids in elevations. Oh. <laughs> right. Um, and the driver is missing. Yeah. So there's that. Um, and you also had news on another accident. Yeah, so I was just going to say, even for, so back to the good old size up for that, you know, you kind of roll in and, you know, you knowing it's an MVI, you know, you know, there's going to be a, a patient at some point here, possibly. So, mm-hmm trying to get that access to figure out if somebody's in there viable or if they're on the other side or what the scenario yeah. is. That could be very challenging if you've got that wall on fire on each side, fully engulfed tanker truck. It's not very really often we roll up on scene where there's a car accident that's actually a vehicle fire. Mm-hmm. Um, one time, like one time I remember we, we did come on scene. Yeah. It was way a, back. Maybe yeah, way back. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. quite a while ago. But it was, yeah, it's like actually kind of surprise. It's actually shocking when you hear it because you're driving and you're getting prepared for one thing and you're getting prepared for auto X. Mm-hmm. And then as you, uh, so we're having a discussion about auto X, cribbing, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Um, cause it was in, it was in a vineyard or in an orchard at the time. Now it's a vineyard. No, it was a vineyard at the time. Vineyard, yeah. Um, so we're getting prepared for one thing. And then as you're getting there, suddenly the first officer on scene is like, Oh, this vehicle is actually on fire and the patient's still in the vehicle. Mm-hmm. It's like oh crap! So now it's a trend. Now we're trying to transition. So now we're mm-hmm. we're trying to 
uh, put our <coughs> our SCBA on and, and do all the whole nine yards there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was definitely like a, a shift. Um, we should always be thinking fire. Yeah, I think we always sure. do yeah. as we roll up on MVIs. However, yeah, usually, like you said, now I flipped them. Now there's there is the fire with the patient and the rescue still versus yeah. we're, the we're thinking the fire and like fire, fire safety. Fire you know, safety. you know, you're you know pulling out a a can and you yeah. drop that yeah. uh, when you're doing your your first three sixty of the scene. Yeah. Um. So like you're thinking of it, mm-hmm. but that's not a top priority. The majority of the time, it's not on fire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, like Scott says, like you're you're geared up, you're you're mentally, you know, focused and like building that uh, that action plan in your head, and then you get on scene or you get close to scene, and that plan shifts. Which is, I mean, that is with everything that we do, the plan yeah. changes a thousand times before mm-hmm. you get the one that goes into action. Um, but, I mean, that's a complete flip. It's not like, oh, we're going to go, you know, interior. Oh, no, we're going to do transition. No, like, that's all still focused on, on fire suppression. No, this is completely flipped. So, interesting. Well, I, I guess that goes to your call a couple of weeks ago with that that crane truck. Um, I yeah. think you guys got the call as though it was, a, it was a, already a fire. Yeah, we got called for mutual aid because it was yeah. extension in the brush. But, but. I think the, the call they the other department received, because we, we got part of their page out for Initially, it. it was supposed to be a rollover with entrapment. Sure. Yeah, and so then, so that's what we kind of we 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 tag we we tagged on that page for whatever reason because well, I think we talked about this it was in our mapping mm-hmm. area. Yeah. So it came in as MBI. Um. So again, to them, MBI, then they roll in the rescue truck probably and get some first, and then and then as it oh no now it's a car fire or vehicle fire, big crane truck on fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'm assuming right away they thought okay well where it is and the time of year it is, it's gonna be probably a wildland fire too. Yeah. Yeah, so you almost have, now you have three things going on because now you got okay we got a car fire we got a wildlife fire we got <laughs> this and that mm-hmm. yeah yeah things switch gears pretty quickly but yeah like I said like the majority like thinking back to how long we've all been in the service there hasn't been a lot well well I would even say there hasn't even been a few <laughs> that, um, car accidents, car accidents that car. were in, fully involved in fire or a, a active fire with a patient still yeah yeah with us so yeah. But that kind of goes into the other news um, as well. So also the, early this morning, uh, there's a fatal uh, uh, head-on MBI uh, on Highway 1 out in Yoho National Park. Um, so it's out towards kind of uh, the Rocky Mountains yeah. area. For, DC for Transitions to Alberta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, early this morning, there was two tractor trailers that had a head-on collision. One was carrying lumber, one was a cattle truck. Um, and uh, yeah, one was was uh, it looks like the cattle truck was actually fully involved in uh, uh, when the crews arrived as well, and both pa- or both drivers actually passed away. Mm. So, and a lot um, of cattle, a lot of cattle. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> looking at the at the photo, you know, there's there's cattle. Was oh, there a photo? Yeah, all over the road. There is. Yeah. Um, so that's not the, the good photo. There's a uh, there's a different one. Oh. I can pull up. But yeah, a bunch of cattle scattered through the road as well. So again, back to you, you know, you're rolling up to a two-vehicle head-on, yeah. whether it came in as on fire or not immediately. Um, you know, you're thinking of rescue, yeah, entrapment, extrication, heavy rescue, two, two 
truck trailers, right? Mm -hmm. And then now you've got fire. Now you still have to do an assessment on if there's victims, if they're viable. And then now you got all these cattle laying around. And some are probably injured. Yeah. So some are going to have to euthanize it. So mm -hmm. police are going to be going around doing that. Yeah. Some are going to be pretty chaotic. Alive. Some are going to be totally dead. Mm -hmm. And then imagine the load. Because now, because we're you know when when we're dealing with dealing with the car, we're like worried about like the load shift. Sure. Mm -hmm. so imagine like two thousand pound cow. In times how many? Times how many are in those compartments? Mm -hmm. And each one of them is moving around if they're still yeah. alive. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very unstable scene. Yeah. Um, yeah, the one photo that was posted on the news outlet there. Uh, it looks like pre-arrival for uh, fire, uh, and the one tractor trailer was heavily involved and that that was the cattle truck yeah. um the lumber truck was overturned on the <coughs> side yeah uh, i couldn't see what the uh like the tractor what the cab looked like on that one but uh, the trailer was completely overturned mm -hmm. uh, man and of course sprawled across multiple lanes of highway right so quite a crazy scene to try to deal with again your first thing is uh viable you know patients yes yeah. or no uh, fire suppression number one right. um, and then yeah, how, how the hell do you stabilize that right when your load is constantly moving <laughs> yeah and in the photos of that of that trailer as well so it's just that uh, it's obviously the tractor involved um, but then just the front uh, portion of the trailer so you got all this extra uh, from half midway to the rear um, with all that unstable weight the cattle if they're conscious thrashing around and yeah and at some point then there's that other humanitarian side of us okay well can we suppress the fire and get the doors open to let the other cattle out like mm -hmm. and then you gotta run down the road <laughs> yeah. So, yeah so again like for every action there's, no there's a reaction so now yeah. what right yeah how do you control the scene when you got it yeah because that's one thing we got like, had a yeah, like on our, you know in our radio room we got we got numbers for the water guy like to shut down water we got numbers for the power we got numbers for the Gas. We got numbers for hazmat. We can call the we can call it Dakota for hazmat. We don't have. I don't think we have a cowboy on standby. <laughs> I mean, we might think of a few. Like yeah, top of your head for a couple yeah. cowboys, but but it's like those are the things like we don't think of until it's like oh crap. Get four H on scene. Yeah. Like can like we need somebody that can rope cows. Yeah. <laughs> and they need to have a truck and they need to do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, and depending on how many you're, you deal with, I mean, how many cattle can you squeeze into a yeah. massive trailer, right? Like, Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, that'd be a pretty challenging scene, like you said. And then if they are injured walking around and trying to, you know, yeah. do our thing, suppress the fire and deal with possible you humans. Yeah. 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 Well, now what? Mm -hmm. Those cows aren't exactly going to move over out of the way. You say move? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Did you see that thing on uh, the Firefighter Chronicles today? Oh, the, I started the, to watch it. What the heck was it? The dark about? humor brain? Or the, your brain? The firefighter brain? No. Or, that, or the first responder brain? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I talked about there's an outer there's an outer casing in most people in their brain. They have a, what's, it, what's the brain fluid called? <laughs> Cranial. CSM, your CS fluid? What's that sound? Mm, yes. Cranial. Anyways, so he says that rather than uh, so they uh, first spiders have caffeine running around them, and then in the mid, right in the middle is the dark humor part, and everything's right. filtered through that. <laughs> so, thought <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah, 
That's definitely us. Well, me. <laughs> yeah, well, as soon as animals start getting involved, I mean, we've had, a, I mean, we obviously get the odd uh, deer. Yeah. So, you know, that's one thing we got to look out for, you know. Usually they're pretty done. Um, we're, not, we're not in the moose area here, unfortunately. Cause no. Hunt moose, but like they, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when moose get hit, that's like, they're basically at right, <laughs> the right height to snap the legs off and then, then oh, the moose lands in the, the person. Cab. Yeah, yeah, it's a bad land right scene, the right? Yeah. yeah, we don't have a lot of that. Um, they're in our area, just not in our like highway corridor. Uh, which is yeah, we've had a few of the horses. But yeah. the horses. The horses uh, we, we've had the some wild horses. Interesting horses. We've had some interesting runnings with horses uh, struck. Yeah. That, that there were some challenges there. Yeah. Um, it's hard, you know. Like you said, like with any with the animals though, because it always it, it it's always just tugs on your heartstrings a little bit. Sure. It's, like, uh, it's the innocence out of it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then a lot of the RCMP officers, you know, they, like the they're going to have to deal with it if it needs to be euthanized. Yeah, sure. And that's hard. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then now again, <laughs> depending on uh, on the person involved in the NBA, you know, potentially hearing the shot or seeing the shot go off and everything else. For sure. A lot of factors. Talk about mm-hmm. PTSD. Here you go. Here's your, uh, here's your yeah. welcoming package <laughs> to PTSD. You just hit a horse and now you're watching it get shot. Yeah. That's true. I think back to, <laughs> I'm trying to imagine the people when we had that that horse, group of horses, there was a couple of them that got struck, yeah. and then one of them had to be euthanized. And there was somebody with like the brightest LED lights yeah. shining towards where the horse is, and uh, we're like, Ooh, "This is going to be a scene." But the poor horse, like it couldn't move. Like it was, yeah. it was in a bad way. But I feel for the people that are. Oh, I talked to those guys. Those guys were pretty hardened. Those guys were okay. <laughs> yeah, they were definitely like old school kind of hunter guys. And yeah. they were like, yeah, we got guns. <laughs> it's exactly. like, no, no, the police will handle it. <laughs> yeah. But, Where, weren't they um, uh, forestry? I don't see my job, but... Uh, like for... Yeah. For the band? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, they those guys right, were they okay. Yeah, they, like, they, they were okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just thinking back. Like, if they weren't yeah. those guys, yeah. and it was just somebody heading home after... You know, having a nice dinner and some wine with the girls and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then you come across that and... Yeah. Oh, man. That's that's going to leave, 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 you know, leave a mark in the old memories there for, oh, well, for a long time. In my other job, we can, like, with law enforcement, we can euthanize mm-hmm. animals, um, wildlife. <laughs> so there'd be a couple times when guys called in. He's like, hey, there's a deer struck. Um, can I euthanize them? Like, yep, because there's a protocol we follow. Make sure there's no conservation officer. Like, we ask if there's conservation around. No, like we call conservation, see if they can do it. No, so then we can do it. Um, but then I, you know, gotta shoot it, and then uh, I don't think anything of it because to me, like, like we're in a hunting area. Yeah. So I, don't, I was gonna say we shoot deer all the time. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> we see deer and hear of deer being shot a lot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> really good at watching them run away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we don't, like, when I when a deer gets shot, I don't look at it as, like, like to me, it's like, okay, it happens all the time. Like, every day, mm-hmm. like, you know, as soon as September 1st hits <laughs> and yeah. onwards until, like, before Christmas, mm-hmm. you can hear in the woods, every time yeah. one of those goes off, usually a deer goes down. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like, um, so this, this, you know, a couple times these guys have done it, but I, I forget so a lot of these guys are, are city guys. And <laughs> they, they're like, oh, they come back and they're like, oh, uh, like, oh, you're right. <laughs> well, 
Doesn't think I was going to have to do that. I'm like, oh, like, yeah, I forgot that you were, uh, right. <laughs> you're uh, not used to that. Because even when I'm in the report, I'll like write as, it as a minor incident. <laughs> right. <laughs> but then it's like, no, no, that's like a major incident because it just starts with a firearm. I'm like, no, never really thought of that. Because again, in the woods all winter mm-hmm. long, firearms are being discharged left, right, and center. <laughs> sure yeah. So, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it's perspective of where you're where you come from. And mm-hmm. Well, it, come, it comes back to that everybody goes through X amount of emergencies in their life. Yeah. Um, different things for different people are considered an emergency. Yeah. So maybe in that person's life, but even with the line of work, they yeah. still might not get into X amount of whatever's, right? Yeah. But that would probably be considered one of them for them mm-hmm. because yeah. they, you know, had to, you know, use a firearm. Uh, they're, not, <coughs> they're, they're not hunters, so now they're, quote, taking a life. Yeah. Like, where we don't think about it as take, taking a life, we're, we're, euthanizing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're, you know, preserving some dignity and take, taking out of misery, yada, yada, yeah. versus like you are the person that's now take, taking a life. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one thing in our area, we don't have a lot of like, you know, like up north, uh, <laughs> if moose gets struck, things like that. Yeah. Um, like the first spotter agencies, they have avenues. They'll, if they're close to certain, um, uh, Indian bands and stuff. They'll have people who they can contact, yeah. and they'll mm-hmm. come out. And if it's if it's plausible to to salvage it, uh, they'll take the moose and then use the meat. And yeah. like sure, that, right. Um, that happens quite quite frequently up up north, um, but in our area, it's not as common. Right. Mm-hmm. I can see the difference um, being like larger game, like a moose as well. Mm-hmm. Like when the deer gets struck here, I mean, you put a a pickup truck bumper There's or like a, yeah. a semi-truck bumper say to a to a, a decent sized buck it's a losing game anytime you look at it there's not going to be a lot of viable meat left yeah but yeah you get a vehicle structure against a moose yeah there's you, you, know, you can feed a family off of what's left yeah. shitty deal but awesome that they can put that back into the communities yeah no exactly um anyway yeah we we went off beat that one to death like a dead horse. Australia. I wonder what Australia is like. Kangaroos and such. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Bouncing around. Marshall Bass. It's <laughs> a mm. question to you. Yeah, get out. There's got to be kangaroos. Yeah, like, there's got to be a lot of kangaroos running around. Yeah. And, like oh, wildfires and when they're ripping along in their Code 3. I can't imagine. I don't think they hit as much because they're like pretty jumpy. Pretty agile. <laughs> yeah. Deers are pretty agile. Well, yeah, deers are pretty agile. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Every time I picture a kangaroo, I just picture those big jacked kangaroos. Like, <laughs> just punching, just punching, punching people. Just fighting, like, fighting right. the engine as it goes by. Quick, quick rights. Everything. They have everything there. Well, yeah, but do they have anything else that's like big game? Like water buffalo? Yeah. If, if that, uh, what, uh, <laughs> crocodile that yeah. he does a little thing with his hand. <laughs> oh, man. Stereotypes. Oh. <laughs> it's a stereotype. It's a I know. Movie. It's a thing. It's a movie, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Maybe we move on. <laughs> Crocodiles? <laughs> what kind of app? apparatus would they send to some of these things maybe that little mini tanker yeah exactly <laughs> oh jeez it was much of a mess yeah okay um we're gonna talk about your side by side yeah um speaking so, of uh, people that listen <laughs> yeah so <laughs> i think it's gonna be fewer every day <laughs> we, got a, uh, we got a message here uh from Preston. yeah 
So Preston's uh, from a fire department in rural uh, western Nebraska. <coughs> we mentioned that they, uh, they just acquired a cyber-side for their EMS and wildfire applications. So they just kind of wanted to chat about um, you know, some of the uh, SOGs, kind of what you guys did for your training and all that good stuff, how you kind of... Yeah, part of his uh, comment was it, it didn't sound like they had as much buy-in as we did. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of when we first... When we first brought it to side by side, we brought it up before we actually had the money, before mm-hmm. we actually even went on deployment. Um, there was some mention that we should, we should get a side by side. Um, and I think at first it was kind of like a pipe dream. And it was kind of like, meh. Guys were, we weren't keen on it because we didn't, like, we didn't see it as a. Uh, it was tough to build the value, I, I think. Yeah. Right? And we didn't have the, like, I want to say expendable money. Mm-hmm. It was like we, we had to buy an engine, we had to buy this. It was definitely yeah. a lower priority on the, mm-hmm. on the apparatus scale. But in the grand scheme of things, as we said, it was it's the cheapest apparatus we bought ever. Sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But uh, selling it was it was easy. It was an easy sell because I think with we because we always do committees for everything. Yeah. Uh, for every like we don't just like the the chief or um, the the town doesn't just say hey this is your engine you're getting and you're getting it shut down your throat exactly which you I got, think some apartments it's like no this is what you're getting and some regions some regions buy like regionally they buy yeah. like all uh, cutter fire trucks yep. yeah um, which gets a really good buy price yeah you know yeah. And they're getting good value out of their purchase but but you don't get what you want but what we need versus what you need versus what like Kelowna needs yeah. We've always been pretty lucky that way in our area, yeah. right? Because we, with our smaller departments, well, because we're run by the town, we're not run by yeah. the regional district, right? Yeah. I mean, like we can we can create our truck committee, then yeah. you know, custom build these trucks. Mm. So really, yeah. So we make a truck committee, and it doesn't have to be like the chief's not even usually on it. No, like he's kind of an ancillary. Show and the thing yeah. about our committees, anybody can show up at any time mm-hmm. and give their opinion, but there is like. Five guys on this committee, five five members yeah. on the committee that can mm-hmm. that are actually the ones that are doing the work, um, and it's usually like a, a couple times when we buy engines in the past. We bought, I think we've kind of done it. We've we've got like okay, we're buying a truck, so let's get all truck guys on there. Yeah, um, which is fine, but you so you end up with a really good truck that has a really good engine, a really good pump, but maybe it's not ergonomically the best for um, firefighting. Because mm-hmm. you probably want a couple guys that are like, maybe don't, like myself, was, I was on the last truck committee, so I don't know anything about the engine or the pump, but I know w- what we need. Like, I know being a firefighter and being the training guy, training officer, I'm like, I know like what we need to, mm-hmm. uh, and so do you. And like, yeah, yeah. And everybody kind of has a, that opinion, but it's like, my viewpoint of it is more from this You're, angle. Yeah. Right. But that's kind of the genius of it all, is when you have those committees and you have like five people... And you don't just focus on like the truck itself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you look big picture. Every, everybody has their own focus, um, and then you can build something really good together. Yeah. Rather than like a super awesome truck with the best motor and the best transmission and the best pump mm-hmm. and blah blah blah, but you end up with the same thing that we have now, and nothing's like there's no improvement. There's there's no thought process beyond this thing's gonna run and drive. Yeah. Well. But what can it do better? Mm. So I guess keeping that in mind, that's how we make all of our apparatus. So we made it. We made a um, side by side committee. Yeah. Um, and then, I don't know. You're you're on the committee, so mm-hmm. take it. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So, like Scott was saying, we, we kind of it started out as a bit of a a pipe dream, and I think at the time there wasn't a lot of buy in. Like like we're like we were saying, uh, there wasn't a ton of uh, 
Like, we don't even know what the value it can really bring, like, other than wildfire. Um, and then we had our big wildfire, and then we got deployed, so we went out to the White Rock Lake fire, uh, earned, like, made a bunch of money from uh, deployment. Uh, so now that pipe dream became a bit of a reality. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we have to go and, like, form a committee and actually build a spec sheet of things that we're looking for. So um, we formed our side-by-side committee with a pretty good group of people that were um, kind of side-by-side oriented. Yeah, because that's one thing with the side-by-side. It's not a truck. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, yeah. like, if you don't have something to know, like, I'm, I'm not putting my hand up for that because I don't know anything yes. about side-by-sides. Because mm-hmm. it's not really a firefighting apparatus. Like, Correct. It, it's got a small pump on it, but it really, what we needed it to do was... <laughs> to actually go out and do side-by-side things. Yeah, side-by-side yeah. things. Or is the primary focus. Mm-hmm. So we had guys that uh, were on the committee that... Um, had lots of experience with uh, different brands of side-by-sides, um, kind of understood what some of the uh, limitations and capabilities <coughs> of all of them were. Uh, so we had a couple meetings and talked about what we want out of it. And, you know, obviously wildland, getting people out there, um, hauling for people, hauling gear, talked about, hey, can we look after, you know, putting some sort of water on there with the a tank and a pump so yes check 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 so it has to have a decent payload capacity which the deeper you looked into all of them the payload's not that great um but still manageable and the biggest hurdle i think that we ran across was do we want something that's going to be a workhorse or something that's capable because there is a black and white hard line difference Mm -hmm. between like your gators or whatever yeah. that go out there and With they the will haul. Box and, yeah, yeah, like the massive boxes. Yeah. Um, like a side by side to me, it's like there's so many, it's such a big span of side by sides. Like they're all four wheel drive, I think. Yes. yes. Okay, so that's one thing. Yes. <laughs> it's like they're all capable of going off road because that's the whole point. Yeah. yeah. But it's almost like, because a fire truck is a, like, there's actually not that many different fire engines you can buy. No. Mm-hmm. There's like, you know, like 10 big companies that. And, mm-hmm. and there's a, a small selection of so when you want a fire engine you're like okay I kind of know what we're getting with the fire engine yeah but with yeah, this you kind of have your two options so really? you're not buying a Yaris mm-hmm. and putting a pump in the back yes. of it <laughs> whereas with this it's like okay well maybe we are buying a Yaris <laughs> mm-hmm. or maybe like maybe not a Yaris but we're buying like a slow movie pickup truck that's right that can has that can hold a lot of shit but it you can get a little four cylinder four by four yeah like an S series or an old Ranger yeah or you can get your Raptor F-150. Yeah, yeah. That's built for, you know, it still has four doors. Which is what we got. And we, we got the Raptor, <laughs> not the Ranger. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was it, though. Um, after looking at, so, actually one of our, well, Rob, who yeah. come, comes on here, he um, works at a Kubota dealer. Yeah. Uh, so he priced us out a... Um, four-seater or more i think the one has a bench yeah uh, so it would haul four to six members yeah. um diesel and you could put a turbo on it so like okay well, this all sounds good so we still start to spec it out but the ground clearance wasn't very good uh the top speed was that was actually the deciding factor that ruled it out was the top speed was like i think 55 kilometers an hour yeah like it's it was, for farm work kind of yeah that sort of stuff mm-hmm. 
So going back and forth on like a ranch is where these big turbo yeah. ones come in, where they right. have to like run fence lines for a long time. Yeah, they'll make them a bit more powerful so they can run around there, but they're not super capable off road. Um, it, it probably had a bigger, like it probably had a bigger. It payload. had a bigger payload, absolutely. Yeah, so it could a very bigger water tank on. Mm-hmm. So maybe in what, where was he from? Nebraska. 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 Nebraska is pretty flat. It's more like Alberta, Alberta, Alberta. Right. So maybe yeah. that's more of a. But again, like look at like back to make good thing about the committees is yeah. for your area. Yeah. So we know for our area, we need to know like we. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have, we have gators and side by sides. EHS. Yeah. EHS. Because they're for events. But they're designed for yeah. events. Yeah. High occupancy, like high occupancy people, like crowd volume. You can't go sidewalks <laughs> cruising around. Yeah. yeah right. Like yeah. all that kind of area. And same yeah. as you see a lot of departments, fire departments have. Similar ones, they'll have like a little uh, fire skid unit that goes in. Yeah. And then if they're doing FR, EMS stuff, they can have like a little EMS skid in it or a capable. Is there four events? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, yeah. like or, Vancouver, I think, probably has. Yeah. Uh, or like the beach. I think they've got something Bay, kind of. like that. But that, yeah. that was what ours were for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, so our purpose. Yes. Because uh, there's some talk of like, you're going to trailer this thing? Yeah, that was one of the big things at the start was, are we going to drive it? Um, straight from the hall because we do have currently a endorsement from RCMP that uh, we we can drive code three directly from the hall. So not even code three, we can just drive it on the road. Period. That was the start, yeah. uh, and then we went as far as the code code three aspect of it. Um, so that that was a big thing. Was are we going to use this thing for wildland fires where we will tow it? On a trailer, which like the the duty tractor, somebody would have the bush truck has a hitch. So like one of those two trucks would have to hook up to it, and the truck only hauls four or five guys. Bomb up there. Bomb up there. Drop the manpower off. Go back get more guys. And then the trailer was gonna have like maybe a skid on it. The trailer was gonna kind of be like a home base for Mm -hmm. like we're gonna Mm -hmm. put different tools on it. So which like I did like that aspect of it, but. I mean, myself, again, back to not knowing anything about side-by-sides, mm-hmm. every side-by-side I've ever been in could only go 50. Like, I don't know yours, maybe, because that was in yours. Yeah, it went up to, like, 65 or 70. Yeah, so okay. every every side-by-side I've ever been in, they're pretty slow. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, of course we're going to need something to trailer it, because we're not going to be able to get into mm-hmm. it, because our fire ditch is pretty big. Yeah. We're not going to, like, at 80 kilometers an hour, we can, we it takes us 15 minutes to get to our either end of our district, That's right. right. So it's like... Okay, we're gonna need someone to trailer this thing because side by side don't go that fast. Yeah, and then you guys told me. No. And I'm like, no, no, they really do. <laughs> <laughs> so you just have to look beyond. Like I had a Kawasaki Terex, so 800 cc four seater, awesome for hunting, bush work, blah blah blah. Not so awesome for going fast, right? That's that's not the purpose. Yeah. Of the side by side, however. Uh, Polaris 1000 XP4, uh, yeah, they're meant to go fast. They've got the massive coilover, you know, suspension. They've got the factory 30-inch tires, um, four four door, four seater, um, with a decent payload capacity on it. Mm-hmm. So we looked around between Polaris, Honda, Yamaha, um, BRP. Because uh, we have all of the main, all of the major retailers within an hour's drive from us, yeah. so support wasn't really a factor. That's one thing for me is we need to buy something where we have some some local support. So all of the major um, manufacturers were repped 
within an hour's drive. So, right. I mean, we're pretty rural here. So you go 30 minutes north, you have two of the four majors, and the rest of them are at the very next city. So uh, that was a bit of a non-factor. The next thing came up with what's available, because it was right at the height of, like, when COVID and, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Yeah. world supply of everything, <laughs> uh, like the chips. Were yeah, like the like the the computer chips that stopped oh, all man. of the vehicles. Yeah, it was just sort of reproductive chips, man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got to be fat. Yeah, that was about the only chips that were yeah. available. Um, so it was what was in stock as well. So we had to look across and um, all all the major brands. Um, this actually was our top pick. Uh, there was a uh, BRP that we were looking at. Uh, which was good, but we actually got some negative feedback from one of our semi-na- uh, semi-neighboring communities. Uh, they, they got one just because that's the only representation that they have in their community, and they're okay with it, but there was some flaws, and it was good to hear some real-life right. some, some real flaws that, that they were coming up against. So picking this one, it checked all the boxes. Speed, ground clearance, off-road capability, because again... We're not just going to run this thing up, up, up and down the highway mm-hmm. or up and down our uh, river. This is going to go up in the mountains. And this is like the main focus was for wildfire. Yeah. Because <laughs> the area. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've always found it with the area. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. a very inaccessible area. Sure. Like the roads are quite challenging at any mm-hmm. given time, whether on yeah. an uh, off-road truck or a quad or something. That's right. So it definitely needed to be capable off-road. Um, so speed, clearance, um, suspension. And one thing we can't really do is, uh, it, it's one of its primary things is not really free HS work, your EMS work. Yes. Because mm-hmm. we don't really have, we don't have a transport endorsement. Mm-hmm. So we don't have a, we don't have like a big box where we're going to put a stretcher and yeah, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that's more, it's not really our bag of tricks, I guess. No. Um, yeah. So and if, if it falls into that category, which I mean, a lot of fire departments throughout yeah, and, and that's North what America, you know, they they, mm-hmm. they end up doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but for in our area, that kicks over to SAR. And Correct. That's, that's SAR's SAR's yeah. ball. And they I mean, have a pretty wicked Kawasaki mule. Yeah, that's purpose built for uh, patient extrication from mm-hmm. um, the bush. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, if we work together with them, which we would, if there was something, mm-hmm. like we could bomb up there. Yeah. Um, since we're FR, we could do our we could do our FR stabilize. Even we can even grab a paramedic. Take them mm-hmm. with us. Yeah. Um, do our stabilization, all that kind of stuff, and then have that make its way out because it's slower. Correct. Slower so they have to tow it. So yeah. they'll tow till they get to the dirt, and then unload, and they beetle up at like forty-five k an hour. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah. In, in like I guess worst case, best case scenario, we would get up there first if we had to. If if it was something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's not really in our in our purview, but if we had to, if you got called yeah. for assistance, that you could still. Because I think in my time being here, we've been about three or four times up that mountain to rescue people. I know one time oh, we yeah. started hiking yes. our way up with a with a um, basket stretcher, and then little Todd here takes a helicopter down. <laughs> Finds a random helicopter guy up on top of the mountain. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so that you fly over, we're like, mm. and walk back down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's rare you're going to just have a random helicopter land. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, so it's not really in our in our wheelhouse yeah, sorry, to be. Yeah. That's not yeah. really our thing. But if we had to, we can. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely to get up there. And I guess like the other day when we did that scenario where um, the patient had an injured foot or injured yes. leg, and the 
the scenario was the ambulance, for whatever reason, couldn't make it down the river dike. Mm-hmm. Um, we just drove out of this little case and had the patient sit in the vehicle, right? And then we made it over to where the ambulance was. It wasn't actually yeah. there, but in the yeah. scenario, the ambulance was there. That would probably be, like, it's not really in our thing, but we could, I'm, fair, I'm sure it's like... I, you know what, that, that's one of those totally reasonable yeah. things. For sure. Yeah. 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 Right? Okay. Yeah. So, anyway, start back to... Yeah, so I think kind of like once we had our vision of like where this thing was going to be used yeah. and the more that we thought about it, the larger our vision <coughs> got to um, all of the uses. And I think that going back to uh, the message was not getting enough people's buy-in potentially, mm-hmm. um, really selling what this thing can do. Um, like ours was easy to sell because it was, um, what's well, awesome. <laughs> like it's fun. It's, it's, it's quick. It's very sporty. Uh, but also it works like it's it's that perfect blend where uh, if this one that we're speaking of is more that classic mule or yeah. uh, UTV, you know, rather than like yeah. a sport, um, I it kind of lose that super awesome fun fun factor. But you can still focus on all of the like the positives that it can bring to many, many different or many, many different calls. Uh, be it uh, medical, be it forest fire, uh, wildland, um, tough accessible places, um, swift water access. For you guys. Yeah, swift no. water. For us, no. for, for us, my selling feature once you guys once you guys yeah. got it here mm-hmm. was you took me out on it and it was like the speed and mobility. Yes, mm-hmm. and like it didn't even matter. Like I understood that, like just from again being inside my size, I know I know more or less what they can do in the woods. Like yes. I know their capabilities. So I was kind of already sold on that end, mm-hmm. but as soon as we went for a ride in the thing, I was going to, we're, we're hitting uh, highway speeds. I was like, yeah. oh, okay, this is awesome because it's basically now a truck. Yeah. It's a truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we bought it, like, it's the cheapest truck we own. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but it's probably one of the, it's got a bunch of benefits of the truck, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And then the maneuverability, like, we could, you know, like, we've been out a few times this year already in it. Yeah. Um, mostly river like work. Um, mm-hmm. but again, we don't like we don't need to stop, open a gate. We just hop over the hop over the um, berm at the side of the park and yeah. we're in. <laughs> so we yeah, rapid response is yeah, rapid amazing. response yeah. is amazing with it. Uh we've 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 had a bunch of calls. Like we had uh one of them the the one that Scott's just saying about there it was actually there was a reported fire uh somewhere along the river. Uh, so we're trying to figure out access. We're trying to figure out which side of the river it's on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and it was getting into our our fire season, so things are getting dry. So getting eyes on that quickly. Uh, so the first rig that we rolled was the side by side because of where it was, you know, reported where where it was, uh, and we do have it outfitted with some fire suppression. Yeah. So, but really, that scouting function is a big thing too because mm-hmm. that's really big because uh, that's what we use it for. Um, a few times now for river calls. yeah or even the most recent one where we during the parade or we, we talked about last yeah. week where we bombed we bombed out there um, and we there was no fire but we weren't sure where it was so uh, we just took it up we took it up uh, up a dirt road a little bit back mm-hmm. down it's something that the a truck could have did but it was like then you're like boom, 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 and you gotta go super slow because you're, mm-hmm. you're in a fire truck um, this is a dirt bumpy road and then they got to try to turn around in, the, in this. Right. Thing. Whereas this thing, you just you bomb up almost yeah. at the same speed. Like <laughs> you go a little slower, obviously, but you can still go pretty fast. Yeah. You rip up there. I mean, it's anything. Turn around really fast. Come back down. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the, scout, the scouting abilities of it is uh, is pretty amazing too. For sure. Which kind of weird that Force Street isn't using more like side by side. I do see them actually at their camp here. There's a there's a couple side by sides in the back of the yeah. some of their trucks, but they're not like our side by side. They're no, they're like the mule kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, I think again back to like the fire department application of it for your area. Like that other big selling feature is like you look at the, the big event that we had here with the fire. Yeah. You know, if that was repeated and you had that side by side now, how much more versatile it would be? Oh yeah, not sure. All yeah. those uh, those structures, the driveways, you know, roving mm-hmm. fire smart. We could fire smart like oh yeah, oh, yeah. Rap- like rapid thing. fire smarting. Again, scouting would would yeah. be great. Uh, there's so many lengthy, but I, do I want to take an engine down this right. long, long, rough Access gravel driveway? Quick, can I get turned around even mm-hmm. if I'm at the end of it? Yeah, where that thing can buzz in there. You know, yeah, copy it safe. Come on in, and then you could do work as a team. Right, Absolutely. so brings you back to that task force. Yeah, you have the most you know maneuverable, maneuverable piece of equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as each piece of apparatus is bumping up to the next property or whatever you're doing that thing can fly in and out super fast um i think like back to the question again about you know getting by and i think the the biggest things like that i'm kind of reflecting on here are um the versatility is a big thing that you have to you know preach um really have a look at your area see see where it could be used is it going to be EMS, is it going to be fire? Is it going to be um, like rough road auto X? All, all those things really outline that um, and like preach that, like getting more apparatus out on scene. Is it going to be quicker? Um, is it, yeah, just like really look and see what you can build a response plan for that unit for within your own area and then make make a good like training aspect to it and they make it make it fun and build it again for your area yeah. which i think went on to the second part of it yeah so not knowing what he has i guess the option the the buy-in piece is either if you have one like ours mm-hmm. which is fast maneuverable i mean the selling selling features are there right away because it's sent again like i said it's a truck it's basically yeah. you bought a you bought a small truck mm-hmm. um it doesn't have the payload but you you bought a truck and um, you know, we, we put a, a small pump, we put an electric pump on it. And yeah. So we made it, it's basically dummy proof. Like literally in the driver's seat, you don't have to stop, put anything in gear or anything. Like when I was driving around the parade, I was just like hitting it, turning it on for the people that were spraying and yeah. turning it off. Mm-hmm. It's like flawless. It works great. Um, so if, if that's, that's the type of side by side he has, that's easy sell, mm-hmm. I think. Um, if it's more of the workhorse mule one, I think the sell is, Hey, we treat this as a utility. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe we go because we have the plan of the trailer maybe that's yeah. what you need mm-hmm. maybe you need the trailer and that needs to be like you need to think of that like that's like your home base don't just have a flat deck yeah don't just have a flat deck that your cyber sets it's on have it a useful flat deck mm-hmm. maybe it has some water maybe it has um, medical supplies on it maybe it has all this stuff so it gets towed out to where it needs to be disembarks mm-hmm. it goes and does its thing comes back okay it can reload water maybe it has a portable tank on the trailer sure it gets dropped. Mm-hmm. It takes off. Now it's now it's like a really quite a useful tool. That's right. It's a useful tool. A little maybe a little slower. So this, the deployment's a little slower, but it actually might be more even more useful than ours because now you got this trailer that it has all the stuff to it. Yeah. Um, so I don't. I guess it depends on how you want to. See it. How you have to sell it is based on what 
which one you what get. the capabilities of it are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the key with any apparatus in our smaller communities, right? That's mm-hmm. that's the the big takeaway, you know, is make them purpose built for our area. That's why we that buy in <coughs> is having that committee pitching it to the rest of your members. Hey, this is yeah. this is why this is what we thought of. Do you guys have anything to add, etc. Right? But. So then I guess going on the training course, um, in BC anyways, there's there's no real course. But there's people that drive side by side are supposed to be trained somehow, um, right? But there's no. I mean, I, I, I shouldn't say there's no real course. There's no government certified course. Correct. Yes. There's, there's courses there's, out there. There's definitely courses out there. Like there's courses for everything, um, but there's not a course that you absolutely have to have uh, through the government. Like it's not like a driver's license, um, but you do need some level of training. And in the fire service, we we train for everything. So um, what we did was we pulled a couple training courses that Ash knew of. Pulled some stuff. Um, uh, some of the other guys uh, pulled a few different things. We actually talked to SAR. I think you got part of their training course. Yep. Um, we talked to another department. We got some of their stuff. <coughs> um, so then what What I did is I took the typical JPR stuff from mm-hmm. uh, NFPA. And basically, if you ever read a JPR from an NFPA um, manual, it's actually pretty <laughs> hilarious because it looks daunting when you first look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, like you look at I think of one of them ones, like ventilation. You look at it and it's like 15 pages long. And you're like, what? I don't know there's that many steps in ventilation. But then when you actually look at the checklist, it's actually like firefighter puts on helmet, firefighter puts on gear, like firefighter appropriately dons SCBA. It's like, what? Oh, oh, we're starting like right from the beginning. And we're going through this, like, we're going through this thing. So it's got the whole thing in there. Um, so that's kind of how we had to look at this. We, when we developed it. it was, mm-hmm. uh, are you looking at it right now? What's that? Oh, this? I'm, no, I'm trying to actually <laughs> find what these guys have. Same. Oh, I see. I see. What you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we did is we went right from the start. We, you know, it, literally this is right from right from our um, our checklist. Um, operator wears correct PPE, including rescue helmet. So we went with rescue helmet because um, you know fire helmet's pretty bulky and. Like a yeah. duck bill thing on it, and we're not going to structure fires in it. So we're either going to a wildland fire where we're wearing a different helmet, anyways, or we're going to a water rescue, which is also the same helmet. So we call it the rescue helmet. Lighter, um, easier to handle. It is actually it already has goggles on top for wildland, okay. and which perfectly translates over because first thing I think we learned was we needed goggles. Yeah. <laughs> the first day we drove that thing, we realized we couldn't see. <laughs> so we needed goggles. <laughs> right. Um, so goggles are a must. I think goggles ended up being one of our PPE, actually. Mm. You can see the yes. bee in the eye or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because we have a half windshield. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next thing was uh, operator visually inspects the vehicle. Basically, standard um, inspection, like standard vehicle stuff, right? Right. You know, you're, not, you're not doing a, a, a whole... Um, truck check you're just doing a quick like yeah mm-hmm. everything looks like tires are inflated everything looks good no big major leaks that kind of stuff yeah um then operator applies seatbelt uh, operator starts vehicle like literally these are checklists that are all the way down um and with ours is a little different because we again capabilities are of our apparatus of our side by side is it can go highway speed so we needed to be able to go highway speed so we laid a little bit of a, a course in our area um, we did it all one night, so we actually had, you know, guys were driving, probably what, gosh, like two or three kilometers at highway speed? Yeah, a good couple kilometers yeah. at highway. 
So a couple kilometers of highway speed, everybody switched. Next driver, a couple kilometers of highway speed, everybody switched. Um, part of that, you had to do a, uh, a fairly hard brake at highway speed to make sure you didn't lose control. Um, and sitting in this in the passenger seat was the instructor, who was not just I wasn't the instructor. It was you know Ash and and uh, JP, who's a, a skilled side by side operator. Like we had mm-hmm. the guys who understood how to how to handle this. And then part of our JPRs were now you're going in the woods. Now you have to do a. It was a really basic like. How to put four wheel drive on? How to go slow? How to go up the hill, downhill, um, on a camber? Yeah, off camber. Yeah, so pretty simple stuff. Um, how to back up? Um, how to fill the um, pump, which we actually didn't have at the time. So now, but now everybody's kind of learned how to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just how to shut it off. Like it's it was easy stuff, but it definitely needed to be done. We did it all in one night. We wouldn't. We didn't make any experts out of anybody. But everybody has a general idea. Mm-hmm. It's a lot like pumping around an engine. Everybody knows how to pump on an engine, but not everybody's going to be able to pump around an engine. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you don't want everybody to be a, an engine operator. Just like you don't want everybody to be a firefighter. <laughs> That's right. Like, sometimes you don't want going into structure fires. <laughs> and like, and they'll admit it, right? Um, some guys don't mm-hmm. do well on SCBA. Some guys, maybe they're not the most fit. Maybe they don't react well because they're um, claustrophobic. Right. But maybe they're super good at running the engine. Hmm. Um, so you want those guys. Uh, same thing as this. You don't necessarily want the guy who's like, I want to drive the side-by-side because it's cool. No. Like, I'm driving the side-by-side because I know what to do. Sure. Literally, the only reason why I drove the side-by-side the other day is because I was driving in the parade. And then I happened to be in the driver's seat when the call came <laughs> in. So normally, I wouldn't be getting into the driver's seat. <laughs> I'd be sitting sure. in, the, in the officer's seat or mm. in the back, right? Letting yeah. someone who's more capable at running it, run it. Yeah, I think that that just goes back to like you're saying with everything. You put the people that are capable. Yeah. Let, the most capable. Let them excel. Yeah. Because that's what they're good at, right? Yeah. And not not to say like that has to be your role forever. No. Um There's like, but there is a time and a place for learning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You should practice night. Practice night yeah. is one of the yeah. The, the structure fire is not the night to be learning how to pump. Yeah, we go one. I'm gonna give it a little. I'm gonna give it a try tonight. What? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mean that's it was a it was a super basic course that we developed, um, yeah. and it covered all it checked all the boxes it covered all the bases, but it also got guys out seeing what the capabilities of it are. Sure. In general terms, mm-hmm. and that was a big buy-in too. Yeah. Now everybody kind of saw it. Everybody see how fast it can go, kind of see how mm-hmm. um, you know it was a pretty basic uh, hill we went up, but still it gives you an idea how versatile it can be though. Yeah. 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 So a lot of guys were sold on there. Um, we used it a little bit this year. Um, mm-hmm. Probably. I made about five or six runs. You say? Yeah, like actual like make make a difference runs. Yeah. five or six. Yeah. yeah. Um, we didn't have a grass a big grass fire this year, so That's true. we couldn't really test it on yeah. that theory. But yeah, it, it did a few good runs, and yeah, I think everybody's more uh, they understand how quick it can go, so they they yeah. they're not leery about taking it as a like a, it's a response vehicle. They respond fast. Yes. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like our apparatus. Is governed at 110 or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this isn't. <laughs> nope, it is not. <laughs> yeah, so um, I think perhaps it should be. <laughs> perhaps it should be, because yeah, it, it does. Like it's it's easy with the engine. You put your foot to the floor, and that's as fast as it goes. So mm-hmm. you will never go faster than 110, no matter what the speed limit is around you. Where this one, it doesn't matter if you're supposed to be going 50k an hour or 100. 
you look down and you're like, oh shit, like we are going way faster. Like because it is so quick and capable, yeah. you could be doing 75, go around the corner, mm-hmm. give it a bit more throttle, and now you're up over 100 with a lot of throttle left. So yeah. um, it is very rapid response. It, it goes well. I mean, we train people to not fly around at 120 plus kilometers an hour on a side by side. Like our big thing with knowing the response capabilities is also knowing the fact that like the the flaws in it are the fact that it is a off-road vehicle that we right. are now taking at highway speeds. It's not what it's designed for. Yeah. Uh, the safety features on it, like your your shoulder belts, are not like they're in case of a low speed rollover, they're not they're they're not, <laughs> not there high speed for a high, high speed head on collision. Like you are the crumple zone. Yeah. in yeah. that aspect right so we were very much as much as like scott was saying our our check sheet was very basic we wanted to teach to like the lowest knowledge person mm-hmm. in the room and really drill into everybody's minds that this is also the most dangerous apparatus that you will be responding in absolutely um, You're in a lot of trouble quickly if you're not careful yeah, so things can go sideways really quick. You don't have that, you know, vehicle around you for protection. You have um, basically a roll bar, and like they're okay from the factory, but they're not great. Uh, so you don't want to have this thing roll over, especially not on the highway with right. other vehicles around. So that was a really big thing for us is to make sure that when we're when we're building this this course portion of it. Um, to really highlight the, the safety aspect of it because uh, it, it's as capable as it is as fun as it is um as versatile it's also like i say the most dangerous apparatus if it's not treated with the respect that it needs yeah. mm-hmm. and i noticed even going the other day and go through it um driving it your mm-hmm. your your senses get way more heightened in it because you're sure. like because all your senses are getting... You're in it. Like you're in the senses. Yeah. <laughs> there's no windshield. There's no... Like, well, there's a half windshield. Yeah. But there's no, like... Like, there's the sirens blaring because you, you can't wear the windows up. <laughs> you yeah. have no windows. Um, you know, wind's blowing around you. Your vehicles are like, whoo. Like, yeah. I, like, I felt nice. Like, I, I was actually tired. Well, not tired, but, I, mm-hmm. you know, you, you got that... You're white knuckling it. Yeah. Like I noticed a few, a few times when I was driving, I was like leaning over, the, like leaning, like you know, you're like leaning into it, like mm-hmm. like you're anticipating. You're like, mm. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, okay. I think yeah. we we both arrived on scene. Yeah, because yeah, you're in the <laughs> also <laughs> something that's not meant for high speed. Not meant for high speed. Nineteen seventy, whatever it's gonna be. You, man. Yeah. <laughs> so that thing probably went faster than it had in the past twenty years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that was fun, but. Uh, yeah, I think those are kind of the things that, uh, you know, you have to look at when you're building, um, you know, a course for, for whatever piece of equipment that we're chatting about now, whether it's one or the other or somewhere yeah. right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, make it fun, make it, uh, like build it for your area, build it for what it can be used for. Well, roll it out when you can, like. Mm-hmm. We've been bringing it to practices and yeah, just, it, it's not like sitting there. It's not like a, it's not sitting there just waiting for uh, it, yeah. It's one call. It's going to be used the for the magical it. touch. Yeah. No, we're driving it around, not like all the time, but we're, mm-hmm. we're taking it to practice nights and we're, we're taking it out when we can and yep. it's, it's getting seen by the public. So I think that has to happen too. Yeah. 
Yeah, it can't be treated as like this is like the this only case so of this fire glass. The only event for yeah. it. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. then, yeah, then that's when the thing will never get used. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But because we've been like, yeah, just take a, oh, mm-hmm. take a side by side. Oh, really? Yeah, just take a side by side. Right here. Yeah. Why not? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that one community that we're chatting about <coughs> went, that went with, with the BRP, they actually use it for traffic control. Yeah. Um, so there's a stretch of highway right by their hall. Uh, this thing can go highway speeds. So it's really easy to run out there, drop a couple people off, and they can, you know, they can use it to block traffic. They can use it to escort, um, you know, members from one side of the incident to the other. Is it, can you get yourself through with a rescue truck or an engine? Probably not. But can a side-by-side, you know, kind of beetle off the side of the road on the bank and get past and still get, you know, a couple of members on the other side? Hey, who would ever think of taking a side by side to Well, it's an not auto tying up yeah. an engine. Like an sure. engine to block traffic. You don't need an engine to block traffic. Mm-hmm. You just need something with lights on mm-hmm. and a couple of dudes. <laughs> I think like, yeah. the big thing, though, like you mentioned, Scott, earlier, was the, the buy-in is, is getting the guys <laughs> utilizing it yeah. on all the other practice nights when you can. Like, yeah. like use it for other other things. Get them, get them used yeah. to it. Get them comfortable. Get them open to that thought of, hey, we can grab it. It's just like any other apparatus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know where we can where we can utilize it. Well, I have it in the back of your head too because we went to a call the other day, last week, a couple weeks ago. Um, came in as a motorcycle accident, but then as we're getting, we're so we're in our we're in the rescue truck. Yeah, we're in the rescue truck. Mm-hmm. Came in, it came in as MBI, so we're driving out there, and as we're driving more, it's not, now it's sounding more like an FR call, but then it, then it turned into kind of like not a motorbike. Uh, it was more of a like dirt a dirt bike. bike. Yeah, we're like okay, dirt bike, mm-hmm. and then. Yeah, you know, once I got yeah. close to scene, and then now like, we couldn't quite find them. So, so Ash and the chief couldn't find it. So then it's like, so as they're driving, I get on the radio. I'm like, hey, next apparatus coming out. Let's mm-hmm. make it the side by side because this could be yeah. someone calling on a cell phone because mm-hmm. where they were was you know up in like an area where there is people that dirt bike. Yeah, and the guys mm-hmm. dirt bike. So maybe yeah, this the cell phone ping happened at this location, but actually yeah. he's now mm-hmm. in a gully. Where now we're not going sure. to. So let's get the side by side rolling because why not? Because <laughs> it's another apparatus. Yeah, if we're going to yeah. keep guys rolling. Yeah. And then we found that he was near his house. But, mm-hmm. um, but it's in the back of my head now. Like it is definitely an option for them. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I actually haven't been thinking about it as for that, for the vehicle thing. Like, mm-hmm. But maybe it is for traffic control. Maybe it is an option. Yeah. Um, Sends four members out there. Yeah. They're plenty capable of doing Throw a couple cones in the back. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, to a degree, right? Like, yeah. you always want a, a blocker if you can. For oh no, I mean, more sorry, if not for uh, not for uh, traffic control for like the main scene management. Mm-hmm. This is more for like when we do the road uh, redirections for the detour. Oh right, right, like yeah. that kind of stuff where yeah. we're tying up an apparatus to do. A where you detour. just want something flashy to catch somebody's attention. To yeah, to basically That's right. do a detour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah no, I wouldn't yeah, want you to have heavy protection. equipment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, put them in the seat protection. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I got a side by side coming at me, <laughs> and a, and a yeah. truck pushing it. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, hundred percent. Well, this is poor. This is a poor choice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, so, anyways, hopefully, hopefully that helped. I don't know if it helps Preston, but maybe. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, thanks, Preston, for reaching out, and um, yeah, hopefully some of the. I know. I think you guys sent a copy of the. Yeah, yeah. Our, what we did. Yeah, went um, over there. A little bit of advice. This hopefully is more advice. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looks like. So I, I did a little Facebook group there. Uh, it looks like they might have like a Unimog. 
Oh, really? That's oh, sweet. Part of their wild blood. Yeah. It's like, it has a skin in the back. Well, if, uh, those, if those guys don't want it, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, right? So, I don't know what else they have. Um, how's cruising their Facebook? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, looks like they're pretty dialed, dialed up for a while then. Um, so, it'll just be another piece of equipment for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. Anyway, yeah, thanks for reaching out. Well, hopefully, like I said, it's, uh, just yeah, sell it to the members. Get them using it, right? That's that buy yeah. Good. All right. Well, let's uh, let's move on to some shout-outs there, guys. Um Let's talk about uh, Modus Ash. Yeah, Modus um, Snyder Tool claim to fame. Um, we've chatted about them for years now. Uh, they do a ton of other pieces of kit. They got their uh, force entry wedges, um, some soft entry uh, tools, uh, mask bags, uh, tons. So check check them out on their social medias. Um, uh, keep following ours for uh, the video collab that we did together. Uh, and if you like what you see, uh, use discount code DTFF5 and it'll get you 5% off your next purchase. It will. Um, Scott, stop the bleed. Uh, three methods of bleeding control are tourniquets. Oh, sorry. Direct pressure. Wound packing. Tourniquets. If you're going to use a tourniquet, use a good one. Um, cat. <laughs> gen, gen 7 tat. is there a Gen 8 yet? No. I don't know it's I don't know so the 7 I believe I want to see what a Gen 1 looks like <laughs> a string <laughs> an elastic band <laughs> right yeah here's your windlass yeah. popsicle stick <laughs> nice um, anyways uh, look up uh, bleedingcontrol.org or stopthebleed.org mm-hmm. I think is what it's under now um, mm-hmm. I think they're both still active anyways yeah. Um, tell you where there's a course near you or um, or how you can become an instructor. If you're going to do uh, courses, uh, make them um, interesting, make them high fidelity. Um, you know, figure out ways to make fake blood. Um, mm-hmm. well, I didn't tell you guys, I was, I was playing around with, um, I got some silly string. Oh, okay. Yeah. It doesn't work like I want it to. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, not for the fake blood. I was trying to come up with a, um, a wildland um, fire. Um, oh yeah, thing, just to that, spray yeah. on the ground so guys can see. Yeah, it's not quite what I want, and it's not water soluble. It, it oh. actually turns into this weird goo. Like, <laughs> so <laughs> it's maybe not the best. Anyways, that's not stop the bleed. <laughs> Check about stop the bleed. Stop the environment. <laughs> yeah, stop, yeah, stop the environment. <laughs> <laughs> but check out us, our stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, we well. did. We did a bunch of stuff on uh, on YouTube. Yeah, uh, we did the whole course. Um. Lots of good videos online on YouTube where you can find, like, there's always some crazy stop the bleed, not under stop the bleed, but there's always some crazy mm-hmm. tourniquet application video right. out there. Um, and those are great things to show people because, um, and not so much like the, like, you know, unless you're teaching law enforcement, police ones aren't always the best ones. Sometimes it's like the, like that bicycle accident one. That's, That's a good one. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it's really good because anybody can relate to that. Yeah. Like that when we were teaching Todd and I were teaching that, that kids class a couple weeks ago, and that that poor one, that one poor kid, I kept like, because he's a mountain biker. I'm like, yeah, no, no, that's you right there. That's you right there. That's you right there. He's like, Ugh. he's turned like white. So yeah. I'm like, I don't want to be a mountain biker anymore. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, uh, stop the bleed. Awesome. Uh, then I guess uh, Tanner Olson. What's it going, Scott? Again. Okay. Uh, country music Sorry, out of West Coast, Canada. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's been doing lots of shows, like mm. six in one night, I think. Yeah, tons of shows, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, it was just that the PE got molested on stage by somebody. <laughs> he put that on the old TikToks. <laughs> so yeah, I was bugging him. He needs some security. <laughs> but uh, yeah, check him out. Uh, Spotify. I think he's on YouTube, TikTok. He's got a lot of TikTok I noticed. Um, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and shout out to Dr. Nick about Artac. Artac, yeah. Um, hopefully to have him on uh, next week. We spoke mm-hmm. around last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Called him, talked to him tonight. He's uh, wasn't available. He's working in the emergency room. He's, he's, he's always so nice and apologetic um, <laughs> that he has to be saving people. <laughs> he's like, well, you know, there's this guy. This guy was sick. That like little kid was sick. I'm like, yeah, I, you're working in the emergency room. <laughs> like, don't Just worry say about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay. you know, he's apologetic about the call last week. They didn't go to. Like, no, like <laughs> you're literally saving lives. <laughs> yes. yeah, exactly. We're three idiots in a room talking about. Dead side 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 road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, he's hopefully on next week. He's going to try. Mm-hmm. So that'll be good. We'll talk about RTAC. Um, so he's developing an online RTAC program and get, trying to get it um, credentialed. I guess we'll let him talk about it more yeah. uh, next yeah. week. So the RTAC, again, if anybody hasn't um, uh, heard us talk about it before, it's the Rescue Trauma and Casualty Care <coughs> mm-hmm. course. Yeah. Yeah. A very good course that uh, we all went out to and took uh, a while back. Yeah, not all of us. Yeah. Well, we did. It was awesome. We, well, we, <laughs> yeah, we did the ATAC. We did the ATAC. We did the ATAC. Kind of the yeah. kind of yeah. umbrella of the ATAC. Yes. The start um, of it for us. The mm-hmm. intro for us. Yeah. 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 So the ATAC was the anesthesia and trauma and casualty care. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. I thought it was advanced. I thought it was advanced. No. Oh. Interesting. Google it. <laughs> no, uh, Anesthesia? <laughs> Pretty sure. Unless, like, Ash was drugged at the time. He didn't remember. I was what? <laughs> you were drugged at the time. You don't remember. Drugged? You were drugged. You, the anesthesia. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> what? Anyways. What <laughs> Anyways, yeah. That's uh, Dr. Nick. Hopefully, um, as long as 911 is not calling him. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll have him on uh, next week. Yeah. So. Let's do one more shout. Um, we had uh, someone reach out to us uh, who has another podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Meg Marin? Marin? Mm-hmm. Marin? Yeah. So she actually does a podcast. Uh, she actually wants us on her podcast, which is interesting because I'm not sure we're going to fit in with it. But um, her podcast is called We Need Ice. Mm-hmm. And it's the first season. I don't know how many. I think she's only had one season. Um, and it's. It's almost like a true crime podcast, but it talks about like one incident. Right. So I'm not sure if the second season is going to be more like one incident. It's actually interesting because it's from all these different angles, uh, perspectives of an incident. And the incident she's talking about is it's fire related because it's about a blevy in a small town in um, uh, I can't remember, Nebraska. Not Nebraska. Nebraska was the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, crap. Um. I was listening today. You were. You're just Arizona. Kingman, Arizona. I knew it was someplace hot. <laughs> it was like 104 <laughs> degrees when this uh, this railway car in the yeah. 70s. Um, yeah. It caught on fire and then it ended up blooding and killing a bunch of people. That's so right. basically, it's it's starting from the beginning of how it caught on fire and then uh, when it bloodied and um, the aftermath of that hospital. And the reason why it's called uh, We Need Ice is actually that was the uh, call that went over it over the radio station. Um, from the hospital at the time. That's right. The hospital needed ice. So they wanted everybody to go in their refrigerator, um, get as much ice as they could. Hmm. To go to the hospital. 
we should use that for argument to get a new ice machine. <laughs> <laughs> so, because there were so many burn injuries and uh, and uh, bodies and stuff like that, they wanted they need more ice. So. Right. Um, so I, I'm thinking of three episodes in right now. They're pretty short. They're only like 30 minutes long. So mm-hmm. um, well, we're going to talk to her. Yeah. Line something up. Mm-hmm. Not sure where we're going to fit in. <laughs> I wasn't alive in the 70s. Why? Well, sorry. Late 70s, I was alive. <laughs> but I don't remember that happening. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, that'd be good. I know. I'm just. Uh, I just. I just started that first episode um, last week. Um, but I got. I got to keep going through. It was. It was. Sounding interesting, though. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just still got to do his fire investigator, Artak, and then you can start on the bloody, <laughs> yes. bloody <Somebody>. podcast. <laughs> oh, good. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, let's wrap her up. Anesthesia, trauma, and critical care. Oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. I have the anesthesia part correct. Yeah. <laughs> you just might drop your phone. Oh, I just dropped, dropped it. Like, I was wrong. Yeah, might rock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boom, bitch, I'm wrong. <laughs> Boom, you're right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, any more for any more? Ash? No, sir. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Scott? Uh, no, good night. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. As always, stay safe, stay DTFF. 